Good evening. We are in the middle of discussing the halachas of Bishel, of Chazorah, Shihir, leaving a pot on the stove Friday, how to return a pot to the stove on Shabbos. Those were the areas of halacha that we discussed in the previous year. What we need to discuss this week is when can I put food or how can I heat up food on Shabbos, which hasn't been left on a blech or hasn't been left on the stove over Shabbos? Cold food from my fridge. Is there any way and any types of food that can be reheated on Shabbos? And in order to understand the background of this question, we just need to learn a few basic parameters in Hilchas Bishel. Now, understandably, Hilchas Bishel is complex. And the parameters that I'm going to be sharing with you are very much a synopsis of halacha. They are not in any way a full, a full uh, expression of the real con- conflict of machlekes and differences of opinions and which are relevant even to practical halacha because it becomes very tedious and very difficult for us to actually share in a shir, particularly in a shir which was meant to be more practical halacha. So I'm going to give you the background of the halacha which is relevant to us and relevant to the halacha that we are discussing. The first halacha you need to understand is that the, the concept of bishul is to change the article of food using a medium of heat. Now, an article of food can be changed, changed in a number of ways. It can be changed through a context of bishul, that's cooking, in in the... Halachic definition of cooking is something that's been cooked in liquid. Liquid doesn't have to be water. Liquid can be its own juice. Liquid can be water. It can be wine. It can be any liquid. Any article of food that's been cooked in a liquid, that's called bishul. That cooking process will change the food from its raw state to an edible state. It doesn't have to be changed from raw to edible to make it an isabishal, but changing the state of the food through a medium of heat is bishul, primarily through medium of heat. You can have bishul through other other mediums, but that's not the discussion tonight. The basic premise of bishul is to change the article of food from state A to state B through a medium of bishul. We have bishul, as we said, which is using liquid. You can have baking. Baking is something which has not been cooked in liquid. It's changed the the makeup of the food has been changed using a heat medium, but without any liquid whatsoever. So I put a challah in the oven. I have no liquid there whatsoever. I just have direct heat on the food. That direct heat on the food will then change the food. It will change its, 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 its composition and its makeup and in every aspect of it to a piece from a dough to a piece of challah. That's a, a feel. We have sli frying. Now frying is where you are using a small, we're not talking about deep frying, because deep frying may actually be bishal, but we're talking about where you're frying with a small amount of oil, and it's a combination of a small amount of oil and intense heat. Intense heat plus the heat of the oil, which is very hot, can have a huge effect on the food and change its composition, change it from being a state A to a state B. In normal terms, we're changing it from edible to from non-edible to edible, but it doesn't actually have to be that change that defines bishal. Any change to a item of food can be considered bishul. Therefore, Chazal tell us, 
and it's logical that you cannot, it's not, it's a discussion, but halacha, this is where it's relevant in halacha, you cannot recook a cooked food. Because by recooking a cooked food, you're not making any substantial change to the item of food. The change was made the first time you cooked it. It's now edible. It is what it is. Cooking it more is not going to make anything substantial. It may shrink it slightly. It may be my stomach, it may shrink it slightly, but it's not changing the composite makeup of this piece of food. And therefore, we paskan, nahalacha, ein bishel achabishel. Ein bishel achabishel. There's no context of cooking after cooking. So if I take a piece of chicken that's been cooked and I put it back into a pot on Shabbos with water in, cook it again, I will not transgress a malacha of bishel min Because ein bishel achabishel. However, if I take a piece of bread, which has gone through the change of baking and I will then go and put it in a pot with food, the next the bishel which follows from the baking is going to change it again into a different form. Baking will change it in somewhat some way. Cooking changes a different way. So though we say ain bishel acha bishel but yet there is bishel acha afia. You can cook an item of baked food which is where the issue of putting in certain croutons into your soup on Shabbos, which we will discuss at a later date, comes into play. Because if a crouton is a baked item, or if it's a fried item, yes, bishul achatzli. It's a different type of cooking process, will have a different effect on the media, on the item that you're cooking. And therefore, despite the fact that it's edible because it's been baked, or despite the fact that it's edible because it's been fried or roasted, at the same time, you are changing it by using a different medium of cooking, called cooking or baking, whichever way around you want. And therefore, yes, bishul achafia, yes, bishul achatzli. You may have a a you, if you take a piece of bread and you put it into a pot of food which is cooking on the fire, you will transgress a malacha deraisa or bishul. In bishul, in a item of food that's been cooked, if it's liquid. Then there's a machlekes. Do we say yes bishul acha bishul bedovelach? Do we say that you can recook a liquid, liquid item, or do we say no ein bishul acha bishul even bedovelach? And the reason for this machlekes is because when you've cooked a, a liquid, you've changed its composition, you've changed it, you've cooked it. It's from a cold piece of liquid to a hot piece of liquid. You've you've got the molecules working differently inside the liquid. But when that liquid cools down, it reverts back to its previous state. It's not like a piece of chicken. Once it's cooked, it's cooked. <laughs> Take a cooked piece of chicken and somehow get it back to a raw piece of chicken. That's impossible. But in liquids, there is a opinion that when the liquid cools down, it reverts back to its original state. And when I recook it, I'm actually making a change to that liquid like I was in the original time when I cooked it. And therefore, that opinion is, 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 is that opinion believes that yes, bishalach, bishalach, there is another opinion. This is in the Gemara. The ain bishalach bishalach because once it's cooked, it's changed its its composite makeup. It looks like a liquid, but there is a change which has taken place. That changes forever. It's there permanently, and the fact that it cools down does not actually revert the changing process back to what it was, but it re- retains the change, and therefore I cannot continue to do another change through cooking. The cooking process has achieved its m- maximum. Cannot change this liquid again a second time into something new because cooking can only do a certain change, the change of cooking. And that's been done already. So we have a machlekes now, whether yes, bishalach, bishal, 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 bishal,
So let's recap. We have Ein Bishel and a Dove Yavish, a dry piece of food. You cannot recook a second time because once it's cooked once, it's cooked. You cannot cook a second time. We can have cooking after baking. We can have cooking after roasting. We Frying is, is, is a complicated subject, but we maybe can have cooking after cooking in a Davalach, and that's a Machlekes. Shulchanar brings both days and says that we should be machmir, that yesh bishalach a bishal bedavalach. Which therefore means that when it comes to a hot piece of food, I cannot recook it on Shabbos and transgress the malach of bishal because it's cooked. When it comes to liquids, it's two opinions. And one opinion is that you can, and we are strict. We are very strict with regards to bishal, and we, lechatchila, paskin, yesh bishalach a bishal bedavalach. And if I would take a cold cup of water and pour it into my challenge on Shabbos, even if that water has been cooked already, that may constitute a malacha derais according to one opinion of Bishel. And that's the basic parameter of Bishel that we will follow. The same will apply with afia, with a baked product or with a roasted product. I will take it and recook it. I will be over a malacha derais of Bishel. So let's talk about a piece of kugel. A piece of kugel is a cooked item. A piece of kugel is not baked. It's cooked because Anybody who's ever made kugel, and I'm sure you've made more kugels than I have, and seeing that I've never made a kugel in my life, you probably have almost definitely made a lot more kugels than me. But the way a kugel's made is you have your potatoes and you have your liquid. It's mixed with oil and with the eggs, and there's a lot of liquid there. That then gets put into the oven and baked. That is called cooking. It's not called baking. We may describe it as baking because it's been placed in the oven, but it really is a halachic process of cooking because that's what I'm doing here. I'm using a heat medium to cook an item of food in liquid. Now, that liquid will eventually dry out. That doesn't matter. It's actually been cooked in liquid. So a kugel is a cooked item. And if a kugel is a cooked item, let's talk about potato kugel. Uh, a lakshan kugel may be different. I don't know how you make a lakshan kugel. But we're talking here about a potato kugel. If somebody wants to tell me if a lakshan kugel is the same or not, with the greatest of pleasure, but wait till after share, because I'm not going to be making lakshan kugel this week or not in the foreseeable future. So I take it a potato cooker, which, which is a cooked item, and it's cold. I've taken it out of my fridge, and I want to eat it together with my cholent or, or whatever on Shabbos. How can I heat that up? So technically speaking, if I put it on the flame, on the gas, I haven't transgressed the malacha deraisa because it's cooked, and I cannot recook a cooked item. However, there is the halacha that we learned in the previous year called chazora. I may not place an item of food, whether it's cooked or not, onto a flame on Shabbos, because I will be transgressing a drabonon of chazorah, of returning an item to the flame. That cannot be done on Shabbos. So despite the fact that Ein Bishel and I do not have a Malacha Deiraisa of cooking, if I would put my kugel onto a gas on Shabbos, but I will transgress a Malacha drabonon, And that's the Malacha of chazorah. The halachas that we learned previously. Now here, I don't have the parameters and the conditions that we allow, that would allow us to return a pot to the flame, as we discussed in the previous year. And three conditions that are, five conditions, but three which are, uh, imperative, two which are more flexible. We don't have any of those conditions. We don't meet any of those conditions when I'm pulling out my kugel from the fridge and putting it back on the flame. So I have a little problem here. What can I do with my kugel? A. B, if I would take a food out of my fridge, which is a solid, but has a liquid base to it, so any food, a piece of chicken with gravy, meat with gravy, anything like that, 
And I will put that back onto the flame on Shabbos. On the meat and the chicken, I may not be transgressing an Issa because there's no bishlach bishel. I cannot recook a cooked food. But on the liquid part, I may be transgressing the malach of the rice or bishel. So by returning a pot of gravy meat or gravy chicken to the flame on Shabbos would, perhaps according to that opinion, mean that chas v'shalom, a person will transgress a malach of bishel on Shabbos. So there's nothing I can do with, with a pot of food that has liquid in it to put it on the flame of Shabbos. For sure not. I would be over a derisa, and of course I'd be transgressing a drabonon as well, of chazor. So let's try and understand what we can do and w- w- how we can get around the problem of bishel and the problem of chazor on Shabbos. One more piece of information which is extremely important because it would be relevant to the discussion, and that is even though we've discussed and we've said that liquid, the Shulchan seems to dictate to us that we should be strict with regards to Bishel Acha Bishel, and we should not allow cold liquid to be recooked, reheated on Shabbos in any way whatsoever. If the liquid is not cold, the liquid was hot, cooked, and it's cooled down slightly, but it's still warm enough, hot enough and warm enough to eat, to drink, or to eat. So I have my gravy with my meat, and it's still warm, warm that I could eat it, then the halacha tells us, since there is an opinion that says, ain't bishel bishel, we can be lenient with regards to food that's not fully cold yet. Even though it's less than yatsa lettuce, boy, as long as it's still edible, we will consider that hot enough that to change it, again, by cooking, that cannot be done. You cannot recook a cooked food. And since this is still edible, it's considered still in its cooked state, and therefore, cooking afterwards will not be, will not constitute a malacha derisa. So let's just recap once more. Cooked food cannot be cooked again. Baked food can be baked again. Roasted food can be cooked again. Sorry, not baked again. It can't be baked again. It can be cooked again. Roasted food can be cooked again. Liquids that have been cooked that are cooled down can be cooked again. Liquids that have been cooked and are not cool are still edible. They then take on the context of the same halacha as a solid that's been cooked. It's still within its Composite makeup of cooked liquid, not cooled down liquid. And therefore, that can be returned to a f- flame on Shabbos with regards to Hilchas Bishel. But of course, I'm going to transgress the halachas of Chazorah, if I put it back. So, when it comes to putting a, a baked item into a pot on Shabbos, Melacha Deraisa. A roasted item into a pot on Shabbos, Melacha Deraisa. A cooked item into a pot on Shabbos would only be a Melacha Drabonon. A liquid may be a malacha deraisa, but if it's warm, it would only be a malacha drabono. So what can we do in order to get around the problem of chazorah on an item of food that there's no isabishal, but it's cold, but it's cold. Just for want of an explanation, roasting doesn't mean putting a chicken in a roasting bag and putting it in the oven. That's probably bishal, because you put a chicken in a roasting bag, the juices will seep out of the chicken and cook the chicken in the juice. So that will be cooked. Roasting here means like they did in the olden days in Chazal's times. They roasted on a spit. You take a piece of meat, you put it on a spit, you put it over a flame, and you allow the, you t- keep turning the meat. A barbecue roast, that will be called roasting. It's not cooking in its, in its juices. The juices run off, and therefore the, 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 the liquid is not enabling it to cook. It's just being cooked purely by direct heat. It's not baking because baking is a little bit more indirect. It's roasting because it's direct heat 
on the on the piece of meat, but there's no liquid there whatsoever. That would be called roasting. Most foods that we have nowadays are either baked or cooked. We rarely, unless it's a barbecue, we rarely have roasted food. Really, barbecued meat would be a roasted food. So let's try and find some ways around the the problem that we have here. How can we heat up a dried piece of a, a piece of food, dry or liquid, for Shabbos, so we can have nice warm food on Shabbos? Here we have a number of of options which we need to discuss. Chazal that did allow us to place an item of food where there's no isabishal onto a nearer place where there's heat. So what I mean to say is like this. If it's not directly on the fire, if it's not directly on the flame, then there's no problem of chazorah. And if there's no problem of bishul, then I can put my cooked food in that area in order for it to heat up. So the example Chazal give us, which is a little bit of a, a window of opportunity that Chazal allowed us with regards to heating up food, is what's known as kadeira al-gabi kadeira. Can I place a pot of food on top of another pot of food? So, for example, I have my chollant pot on the flame. I take another pot, I lift the lid off, I take another pot, and I put the other pot with my kugel inside, or my chicken inside, or my meat inside, on top of the pot of chollant. So I've got the heat heating up the chollant. The chollant, which is now heated by the heat of the flame, is going to be heating the upper pot. And I can actually warm up my food with a kadeira or gabi kadeira. That is permitted, as long as what's inside that pot is not an item of food that would in any way, be considered bishul on Shabbos. So I can put my kugel in a pot on top of a pot. I can put a piece of chicken in the pot on top of a pot, a piece of meat in my pot on top of the pot. I cannot put my gravied meat in that pot because the liquid would be considered bishul. That would be a problem. But misad chazorah, as long as I don't have an issa bishul here, in the context of chazorah, a mechem al gabba mechem, a pot on top of a pot, is not called an issa chazorah. And therefore, in practical terms, you can put your kugel on top of your pot of cholent, no problem. You can put your kugel on top of your urn, no problem, because your pot of cholent is a pot. Your kugel is going on top of the pot. That's fine. That's not called directly on a flame or indirectly on the flame. It's called on top of a pot. You can put it on top of your urn. That's not a problem because the top of the urn is on top of the pot, which is the urn, and the flame's at the bottom of the urn, underneath the pot of the urn. And therefore, it's not directly on the flame. It's on top of a pot, on top of the flame. Perfectly permitted to put your kugel there. In the same manner, I can put a piece of challah there because a challah is baked. And when I leave it on top of my urn, I'm not cooking it. It's just going to continue the baking process. It's just as a source of heat. And therefore, it's going to reheat. No problem to reheat it. No, no issue here of bishul. Chazorah doesn't exist because it's on top of a pot. It's not on top of a flame. However, if there was liquid in it, that would be forbidden. Another example would be, can I put my kugel next to my urn? I put my kugel right next to my urn, not on top of the urn, but lying against the side of the urn. It's not on top of a flame. It's going to get heat through the side of the urn. That's fine, because there's no bishel here. And since it's not on a flame, there's no chazorah. Absolutely fine. Leave it there. No problem at all. I can leave it next to my open gas. If I have a gas which is burning, and I want to, and, and the area around the gas is warm, not, it's not on the gas, so I put it right next to the gas stove and the heat still gets to where I place my kugel and my kugel will heat up there. Absolutely fine. No bishel problems, no chazar problems. Uh, there's no, no reason why I cannot do that. So there are a number of ways that I can heat up a dry food. But the moment my food is wet, there's liquid in it, then I have a real problem. If I put it on top of my cholent, the cholent will heat up the liquid 
and the liquid's cold. And by heating up the liquid, I'm cooking. Cooking doesn't need to be directly on the flame. Cooking can be through indirect heat. Heat. Any indirect heat that will heat my liquid from cold to Yadze Lettuce Boy will be a bishul deraisa, according to that opinion, that yes, bishul achabishul. So I cannot put any liquid or any food that has a liquid base to it on top of a pot to get hot because it will reach Yadze Lettuce Boy. In fact, I may not put a liquid, even if it's been cooked, in any place, whether it's on a flame or not on a flame, on top of a radiator, anywhere, on top of my urn, anywhere that it's going to reach Yatsaledis boy. And I may not even put it there if I have no intention to leave it there for more than a few minutes. And I know for sure it's not going to reach Yatsaledis boy. But since it's possible to reach Yatsaledis boy, I may not leave my liquid there at all. Now, the same will apply to a pot of liquid that's hot. If I have a pot of liquid that's still hot, and I want to put it on top of another pot, that's fine. Because if it's hot, there's no more bishel. If it's cooled down, but it's still edible and it's still warm, then we, as we explained earlier, we don't consider that that it's reverted back to its original state yet. We consider it cooked still. I'll be allowed to put that warm liquid, edibly warm liquid, on top of a pot to allow it to become hotter. No problem. Because edibly warm liquid, which has been cooked before, Dobyovish, a dry liquid, which has been cooked before, is fine. That's absolutely fine. That's fine. There's no reason why I cannot put it there. A, a cold liquid, I cannot put there. A cold liquid, I cannot put there. This halacha of placing a pot on top of a pot is only relevant when there's food in the pot. In the lower pot, there's food. So if 